Before we get on with the show, we have a Patreon site, just in case you want to give us some money, because we like to get paid for something. Anyway, so, patreon.com forward slash fuzzy dice. That's patreon.com forward slash fuzzy dice. The reason why I said it twice is because in case you don't have your pets already, just give us your money, like Bob Geldof said. On with the show. Caucasian guy. And egg white. And yes, I recorded this in a public toilet. I thought the acoustics would be really good. Someone actually told me that, but yeah, it's not. Good evening. I am the woke Asian guy. I am the red pill and the blue pill. Not the ones from the Matrix that will expand your mind, but the cheap ones that you buy in Shepherd's Bush Green that will get you slightly high before you shit yourself. Also, if you're watching the podcast on YouTube, you'll notice that we are now avatars. Not the shit James Cameron film that was the highest grossing film ever to not leave a cultural impact. Crap animation, basically. The white and brown South Park characters with less maturity and more hair around our testes. Oh, Seinfeld update. Just to say that I've been watching the episodes back to back for hours at a time and it's like a middle class white Kafkaesque nightmare. It is a story about nothing and it is funny, but binge watching it feels like these guys are, are in an eternal loop of white people misery. Like the ones my friends in real life go through. At some point I thought it was an observational documentary where some cruel bastard's adding a laugh track. I think the writers are crying for help and using television as a medium to get the message across in an endless loop of failure and self-defeat. Something we at Fuzzy Dice are fully aware of. No wonder it's a nation where therapy is the norm. In fact, how come you never see migrant workers in programmes doing therapy? Is it just monopoly for the middle class of a certain income and colour palette? Oh, I know why. Just because I get on with it. I mean, do all these workers making the Qatar Stadium, the ones that haven't been killed, get therapy while working in squalid conditions? Sitting in like an armchair going, ah, I think I know what the problem is. They're trying to kill you. I'll ask Egg White about this. Well, comedy is tragedy sped up. Moving swiftly on. 2021, bit like any other year in Anton Deck's life. You see, earlier on this year, they won their 20th gong at the National Television Awards. And this Metro article's headline says, Anton Deck winning their 20th NTA proves why black talent leaves the UK. Which is true, actually. This is a pretty bold statement, but begs the question, as Chris Rock mentioned in his Oscars opening monologue when that controversy happened over there. There should be a separate award for gender and race so people don't lose their shit and really have a chance to win an award. Imagine being only able to vote for either Big Nasty or Dame J Baptiste. It's all level the playing field. They'll have to look at it on merit for a change rather than really hand an award to the person with the, the whitest skin. And Jonathan Ross wins best whatever ever ever category for the 30th year running. Who thought? Well, surprise! In fact, they could finally give a Lifetime Achievement Award to Richard Blackwood at bloody last. The man who's done everything from singing to acting in television and theatre and being bankrupt and back to sanity. He even did a Saturday morning cooking show where he didn't understand the zest of a lemon. I truly respect him as he really is good at what he does and he's not lauded as much as, say, Anton Deck. Going full circle. This award that Anton Deck won should be called National Television Awards for the white people who have outstayed their welcome, A-A-K-A, A-K-A, A-K-A, Natal Pow, or the white G-O-A-T awards, the white GOAT awards. They love the obvious adulation. In fact, it's so prevalent that Anton Deck, along with Wassy, should have their own lanes when walking up to pick up their awards. 
It's that obvious. Uh, yes, I am actually drinking copious amounts of alcohol, hence I'm a little bit more animated than usual. So let Piers Morgan, Anton Deck, carry on winning these nebulous awards that only help them during their contract negotiations, and everyone else can go about their business. Move along, nothing to see. So what's annoying you as well, Wokey? Oh God, Pret-a-Manger. Yes, Pret-a-Manger. I mean, I don't know how they do it, but they just annoyed me. Not the fact that they've got a eatery on every corner of London. It's like, it's like this decade's Starbucks. So what's annoying me about Pret-a-Manger, Wokey? That staple on every high street to such a degree you have more chance of bumping into one of them than a rat. Why did I suddenly picture Michael Gove in my head? But as someone who had argued from the beginning that we should leave the European Union, and as someone who wanted to ensure that a bold, positive vision for our future was implemented, that I had to stand for the leadership of the Conservative Party. They've now suddenly invented a thing, commercialised, exclusive, woke cuisine. What is that, I hear you ask? Why do you actually care? I hear you really ask. Well, this is a travesty. I woke too far! Recently, I was walking through the city of London, minding my own business, thinking capitalism was an evil construct, while listening to a podcast about capitalism being an evil construct, which was meta in a Christopher Nolan kind of way, on how my eyes and ears were living a parallel life and suddenly spotted a pret. But in this case, it was called veggie pret. Now let me get this straight. Same pret, but with all the meat items taken out. Why? Did they do some market research and find out that a significant portion of lentil and leaf-eating mobile lunch munchers would only go into a bloody pret if they didn't have shelves of BLT sandwiches to make them feel dirty? Or have that smell of grossly expensive sausage rolls making them queasy? It's probably because all of the sandwiches look the same in terms of packaging, so some snowflake vegetarian might accidentally eat ham by accident. Bellens. I don't have anything against vegetarians, or vegans for that matter, it's just that they can't suddenly get their own splinter group food outlet. That means I can write to Pret and make the red stores all meat only. No vegetarian options. This is dipping the toe into culinary segregation and no good will come from it. What if McDonald's decided to open a veggie dedicated place? Nobody would go there, admittedly, as every customer simply craves dead carcasses in a bun. Dead carcasses in a bun. The only time someone actually eats a Mackie D veggie sandwich is when they're in a group of friends ordering and there's always one awkward after in the party. The one with dietary requirements. Mugs. I personally blame all these pretentious cafes opening the floodgates to this nonsense. I'm looking at you serial killer cafe. I can't really have a go at you too much because I think a load of like wokey people trying to burn your place down. And you know, anyone who's running a business shouldn't deserve that. I personally blame all of the pretentious cafes opening the floodgates to this nonsense, but don't take my word for it. I decided to take my microphone out on the street and interview a vegetarian and ask him. Actually, it's just me doing a patronising stupid voice. Okay, before I carry on, I asked Egg White to play the customer, but let's just say he had an opinion about the uh, script. So I'm going to put that before we go straight into it. Thanks, Egg White. Right, let's uh, let's have a look at this bollocks that you want me to record. You've sent me over the script, and I have um, purposely trying to uh, ignore it, but I guess I can't ignore it anymore. Is it funny? Probably not. Is it going to be relevant? Absolutely not. Uh, is it probably very, very self-indulgent? I would put money on it without reading it. Uh, but fortunately, you've just highlighted the red bits that I need to say because I don't need to read all of it because um, I can't be bothered. 
So, okay, let's go into... Let's go into it. Okay, so... Uh, uh, right, it's about vegetarian pret. Okay. Hello, you. Over there, looking emaciated. Are you vegetarian? Yes, I am. So, what do you think of this veggie pret? I never liked going into a full meat-based environment like red pret. And having green pret means I can close my eyes and buy anything from the shelf. There will be no chance of me accidentally touching meat. And I know there will be no accidental cross-contamination like a normal pret kitchen. So it's especially catering for the blind vegetarian? How do you mean? Well, you said you close your eyes. So in the same vein, a blind meat-free gentleman can walk in knowing you won't eat a dead pig. Indeed it is. That is an excellent observation. It's sarcasm, you humorless shit. You do know you are absolutely mental, and this whole paradox means that you have the same choice as a regular place, but because it says veggie, you can smugly walk in with all your other friends and, and proudly carry on being pretentious shit. Why did you take pretentious independent cafes and force mass market outlets to take on the same morally dubious ideas? I have my rights. You have just caused culinary apartheid. You happy about that? Yes, I am. I don't want a shop full of dead animals around me. You work for a bank, right? Yes, and... Surrounded by dead-behind-the-eyes animals in cheap suits. You are incredibly rude. Oh, piss off and let me eat my sausage sandwich while you go back to your office and have some avocado on toast while thinking of different ways to destroy the economy. <laughs> and that was the end of the interview. Quite surprising, actually, that he had the strength to punch me full in the face. And I can't believe I said that in a very upbeat manner that he f***ed my face up. In summation, meat eaters and vegetarians need to coexist harmoniously and concentrate on hating the true enemy, hipsters with beards. What else pissed me off? Oh yeah, cultural appropriation of advertising. Most adverts are now trying to be woke. You know, all those Christmas adverts where they're making diversity a main issue. But one I saw recently took cultural appropriation to another level, next level culinary shit. I will put a link of the picture in the show notes, but visualize this. A company called Yorkshire Handmade Pies have taken the insides of a samosa and filled a traditional British pastry bastard with that. Not a problem if you want to do northern food fusion like Heston Blumenthal's culinary and cultural chimera. Is that even a thing? But the tagline for the advert was, it's just like a samosa only better because it's a pie. What? What's next? Somewhere in the Instagram algorithm, they pushed this shit right in front of my woke Asian eyes, expecting me to lose my shit. Funnily enough, I did. And I recorded a whole podcast segment about it. Ha <laughs> ha! And did I lose my shit? Put it this way, pun alert. I had to pay a visit to the lost my shit and found my shit with no success department. So let's break this down. They hate the triangle bit of a samosa, but love the exotic innards. They put that in a round, English pastry. That's like taking Nigel Farage's kidneys and putting them in Gandhi's body. Some piss runs through it, but it's Brexit kidneys. And we're taking back our borders. Sorry, bowels. It's the best analogy I could think of in such short time and I had to name drop Nigel Farage because he's like, he's like arch nemesis. He's like the crap joker to Batman. He bloody is a joker, mug. So what they are saying is that they hate foreign triangle pastries visually because it's not British. Brown pies are British, which in itself is ironic. But we love the insides of them, so we will nick the recipe and bob your uncle. Well, two can play that game, Sonny Jim. 
British on the outside, but you can have your damn samosa to taste without it. Payback, bitches! I'm going to start a chip shop where I will have fish, but instead of fish inside the batter, I'm going to stuff it with Turkish kebab meat. Yeah! Take that, and I will sell it in a mobile food truck in Yorkshire with a big smile on my face. My only problem is that I may start a cultural turf war like a working class Scarface. Do you know what else I do for payback? When I work for a company, I make 10 cups of tea a day. Why, I hear you ask? Not because I simply like tea, which I do, but because your ancestors stole my ancestors' tea and I'm merely taking it back one tea bag at a time. Gonna take me a long time, admittedly. Drill karaoke. I saw a flyer stuck to a lamppost promoting a drill karaoke evening. How is that a thing? Do kids find this enjoyable? Have a drink in their hand or rattle off some lyrics? Basically, drill conforms to the following template, all right? I hate you. My crew hates you. If I find you, I will stab you. If my crew finds you, we will stab you. Even though I'm incriminating myself by recording my threats to a fat beat, I sincerely believe this can't be used in a court of law. In fact, aside from being stopped by the police 10 times a year for no reason, I am actually above the law. I will walk into your area as if it was mine and take a shit on your doorstep if I have to. I am angry. We are angry. We are a product of social disintegration caused by the Tories who line their friends' pockets while cutting avenues for us to escape from, like social clubs. Actually, there is nothing to escape from. Being a drill rapper is pretty cool, actually. I went to grammar school. I am only 15, which means if I get caught, I will probably end up in a juvenile facility because I'm too young to be put in big man prison. I talk about having guns, but unlike America, it's exceedingly hard to get weapons, so that is a total exaggeration, so my mum's kitchen knife will do the job. All while a hypnotic monotone beat rides underneath, and people do this for fun? It's pretty niche karaoke, just don't wind up dead holding a champagne glass. Everyone hates history lessons. We all know that the kids nowadays don't care about the classical history taught in schools, so why don't we just take a leaf out of the musical Hamilton? We take a dry, boring piece of history like Henry VIII and run a fat bee to it so that it can be educational and entertaining. If only schools adopted this attitude, then education would be a lot more fun than when I was there. Look, here's a sampler for one of the tracks we could use. I'm a tubby bitch, but I'm rich. Married eight women real quick. Pretty sick, don't like my moves, suck my dick. I'm a king, rule this joint. When I go to battle, I'm on point. Wives, mistresses, kids, I throw my shit round hard. Even got Shakespeare writing my shit, crazy bard. Wanna learn history? I'm not into monogamy, but my last woman's skin looked just like mahogany. Then we'll cut straight to like some woman getting her head cut off and you know, bloodshed. Yeah, that's what they'll like. And it was at this point I had to leave the public toilets because they needed to close for the evening. Anyway, the outro is Egg White doing his Christmas shopping. Good luck with that. Right, mate. I have got a day to do all my Christmas shopping. I mean, I've got this. Everyone, Everyone's laughing at me going, oh, you're never going to get it. You're never going to do it. You're never going to do it. Of course I am. Because I've got this. I know that I can just go into the shops. Actually, the shops are not online. I haven't got time to go online anymore. No, 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 no. I've got to actually go into physical shops. Physical shops. Do you remember what they are? The physical... I, I've got this. It, I, I can do... I, I think I like shopping. I think I can do this, right? So, uh, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm just going to chart my progress. So, I'll speak to you in a bit.
Okay, it's about 20 minutes in, and um, I, I said I said I like shopping. It's so busy. I've just found like a quiet corner in the in the bathroom. I say bathroom, I mean toilet, right? And um, it's so busy. It is so busy. There's just a lot of people everywhere, and I don't. I haven't got a clue. All the ideas that I had had just gone out of my head. I've got no ideas whatsoever. Yeah. I'm starting to think I might be an idiot. Uh, okay, okay. I like, have to level with you, right? When I said that I like shopping, I don't think... I don't think I really understood. Because what I actually like is I like going into town... And I like having a coffee and a slice of cake. And that's, I think, I think that's what I affiliate with shopping to be. Because um, the actual shopping process is just horrendous. And it's, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, so, yeah, I think I just like coffee and cake and, and not shopping. Which is, wait, well, which is not shopping. So, yeah. On the shopping front, it's going badly. I've got nothing. I have got nothing. I am shoppingly bankrupt. So, it's not gone well. On a side note, I appear to have a... Uh, somehow, I've got I've got some sort of liquid um, on my shoe. And I'm not quite sure what that is. So, either I'm bleeding heavily from my foot and the shoe is absorbing it or I've just pissed myself Merry Christmas